G'day, I'm Brett Worthington. Making news this lunchtime is a global mining and ag commodity giant that's making moves that could spark an expansion into Australia. And listen closely. It's a soft sound, but this sound is making news in the NT. We're off twitching very shortly. But let's start today in Canberra, and the Agriculture Department has taken action against six importers as part of its investigation into an outbreak of white spot prawn virus in Queensland. In Senate estimates hearings in Canberra, the department revealed it had removed permits and approved arrangements for six importers. The department has referred matters to the Commonwealth Director of Public Prosecutions to pursue charges, and it is considering further referrals, estimates has heard. Contaminated raw prawn imports have been blamed for an outbreak of white spot in Queensland, which has shut down prawn farming in the Logan River. The department says the source of the outbreak may never be known, but it still believes eradication is possible. Okay, speaking of federal politics, it was a major selling point of the government's budget earlier this month, but now a Queensland Liberal National MP has launched a scathing attack on the southeast Queensland section of the Inland Rail proposal. The $10 billion freight project will link Melbourne and Brisbane with the federal government seeking private funding to build the track through the Toowoomba Range and Lockyer Valley. But State Member for Lockyer, Ian Rickus, says private investors will never fund such a technically difficult project. This is a delusional delusional project that has been thought up on some program like Utopia. You know, this could have been one of the scripts. You know, the cost of running it from Toowoomba to Acacia Ridge is mind-boggling. Turning away from politics now and mining and agricultural commodity giant Glencore's control of Australian grain handling could be set to expand. Clint Jasper has more for the Country Hour. Glencore's revealed it's interested in taking a stake in one of the world's biggest grain companies, Bungie. Last year, Glencore sold a 49.99% stake in its agriculture unit, which includes Viterra, South Australia's dominant grain handler and exporter. Bungie built an export terminal in WA and owns the only handling and storage facilities outside the CBH network. Overnight, Glencore revealed it had made an informal approach to Bungie regarding, quote, a possible consensual business combination. Shares in the New York-based Bungie have shot up following news of the announcement. Let's stay in the US where it's a boom time for the US beer industry. A new report from the Beer Institute and the National Beer Wholesalers Association has found the industry now employs 2.2 million people and contributes $350 billion to the US economy in the last year. In the last 20 years, the number of brewers has gone from 50 to almost 5,000. With the sector thriving, it can only mean good things for growers out there producing that integral ingredient, barley. And meanwhile, speaking of the US, President Donald Trump has spent the best part of two years slamming the North American Free Trade Agreement. The US, Canada and Mexican Agreement is expected to undergo renegotiations later this year, with Mr Trump adamant it's a bad deal for his country. Overnight, the news service Reuters reported that Mexico's economy minister has warned that too many changes, though, might drive businesses elsewhere. Returning home and Central Australian bird watchers say they've detected the elusive night parrot in the red centre. The bird was previously spotted in Western Queensland in 2013, then again earlier in WA. Zoologist Chris Watson and a colleague captured a recording of the bird and compared it with one that was found in Western Queensland, a bit along the lines of this. Now, zoologist Chris Watson says the recordings of the bird haven't been properly documented in the NT for roughly 100 years. 
hasn't been seen there obviously for a very very long time. Uh, famously, F.W. Whitlock came through in 1912, I think it was, or 1920. Um, he came through trying to find them and came up empty-handed. Certainly since then, they haven't been reliably recorded in the Northern Territory. So it's it's a good long time since they've been confirmed there. Let's continue the good news to finish with. And promises of plenty of work, an exciting career and overseas travel have come true for one very new ag science graduate. Ashley Scott graduated from agricultural science at the University of Tasmania last year and now has a job as a research agronomist with an international seed company. She's just won the Australian Institute of Agriculture's National Student Award and in two weeks we will head to the Netherlands on an internship. Originally, I wasn't interested in agriculture at all. I have no background in farming or anything like that. And then a couple of people from the agricultural science school came out to college and said, oh, come do agriculture. There's lots of jobs and you can go anywhere you like. I thought, that sounds great. And so I went and studied agriculture and have been loving it ever since. Who says agriculture is just a job for old blokes? And for more rural news, you can head online to abc.net.au slash rural. For today, that's rural news.